You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? It's National Signing Week. You know, before they made this early period, this was literally like a Christmas week for me. I would be so excited. I couldn't stand it, even pre-Saban. I mean, going back forever. But now there's this early period that's pretty much screwed up my whole life. So here we are. Yeah, I guess we can start there. I mean, I I, I want to do some basketball stuff, but I can do that in the next segment. But um, do you like this? I mean, I... I guess it's fine. I mean, I'm used to it, but I'm like you, man. I I, I miss National Signing Day. I, look, when Rashawn Evans was on ESPN, National Signing Day, I was sick that day. I literally was sick. People made fun of me saying I was sick. I had recruiting-itis, but I really was sick, and I was lying in bed, and I was like, I guess I'm going to watch Rashawn Evans commit to Auburn and piss me off. And lo and behold, on ESPN, to the surprise of just about everybody, he picked Alabama. And I, as sick as I was, I jumped out of bed. I was so excited. I mean, we're not going to have those moments. Terry and Arnold is going to commit tomorrow, at like at two thirty or two or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's not the same. I mean, I, I want Terry and Arnold. Don't get me wrong. I want him in a recruiting sense. Um, but I, I, it's just not the same. I like the one big day. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's literally, I mean, I hate it. I, I hate it with every fiber of my being hated. I mean, that's how much I hate it. I mean, I really hate it. <laughs> and it's 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 really because to a recruiting nerd like myself, uh, it's robbed uh, it's robbed me of a Christmas, literally. I mean, <laughs> signing day used to feel exactly like Christmas. You'd wake up to see what presents were, were going to be found underneath the tree, and now that's been replaced by, uh, just what amounts to another day in sports. I know some people might say, no, 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 there's still a signing day. They just moved it. It's in December now. Well, it's about four or five days before the actual Christmas. Uh, that's a time of year that Alabama lately has been preparing for the playoffs, and it's right. been sort of like a bigger story than recruiting. You know, you're also going through coach change season where everybody's hiring and firing coaches. Signing day just sort of gets lost in the shuffle. Also, some kids aren't signing that day, uh, you know, and it's going to be another couple of months. Some kids are still going to go on visits in January, you know, pre-COVID. Uh, it, it's just not the same. Um, it's just not the same at all. I mean, so, uh, yeah, and, and I still – no one has ever adequately explained to me what the benefits are of having that early period. To me, it's still – more negatives and positives. I hate it. I wish they'd change it. I think Nick Saban agrees with me. I doubt he would say much publicly anymore because we've been doing this for three or four years and he probably doesn't want to publicly rock the boat. But uh, I would guess Nick Saban hates this as much as I do. Here's the thing. I think the 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 teams like, I don't know, Missouri, maybe even to a lesser extent in Auburn or uh, boy, let me throw some, uh, uh, you know, a Houston or whatever. They probably thought this is great. This means that teams like Alabama and Ohio state can't offer our guys at the last second when they miss on somebody else and sweep them right out from under our rug. 
uh, right at the last second. And it's actually had the opposite effect because Alabama's like, and Ohio State, hey, if you want to get on board, do it now. Because if you don't do it, I'm going to get somebody else for this early period because I got to get started on the next class. And I, yeah, I, plus, I, I think you can ask help the big boys more than hurt the big boys. Plus, you can ask anybody if this was done in the name of parody, if this was done to spread the talent out. Okay, this has been going on now for what, four or five years? Has the talent been more spread out? Or is Alabama, Oklahoma, Ohio State, and Clemson the four teams in the playoff every year? I mean, I mean, <laughs> nothing is more spread out. There's not more group of five success than there was before. The same teams still are winning. Uh, it, it, didn't, it didn't spread any talent out. All it did was change the, the old signing day to a 80% of that on a, on a different signing day four days before Christmas. It, it's, just, it's just nuts to me. If they're going to have an early signing period, I would literally do it in August and I would do it in August and, and, and keep February for the late period. But, but even then I would hate it. I would just say it's better than what we got now because at least in August, right before fall camp starts, the coaching staffs can really focus on recruiting and not, you know, a bowl game or changing jobs or whatever else that they're focusing on in December. No, I get what you're saying. But I think in the end, it's like everything, Jimmy. Every time somebody figures out a loophole, okay, or figures out an advantage, a loophole, probably a strong word, an advantage, people that are less smart than those folks are like, okay, I got to equalize this thing. And the way they equalize it is by doing X. The problem is the smart people are already smarter than you. So they figure out an advantage to the advantage, which doubles up the advantages. So now somebody like a Saban or some program like Ohio State is saying, okay, that's, yeah, you go ahead and do that. Wink, wink. Don't throw me in that damn briar patch. And um, all of a sudden they are taking advantage of it. You watch. And I got to take a break right after this, but you watch this, this stuff with the Reddit and GameStop that I have no idea what's happening. I don't know what's going on. I, I, I'm scared to buy GameStop. I'm scared to sell it short. I'm scared to drive by GameStop at this point. Uh, for fear that I'll lose or gain money that I don't know. Uh, but um, you watch what will happen. As a result of all this happening, where the quote-unquote the little guy figured out a way to beat the system for a second, some really rich dude who's involved in all this is going to figure out a way to gain that system. So that's what's going to happen, is every time you, fig- you think you've gotten one over on somebody really smart, they get it over doubly on you eventually. They never lose, it seems like. But, Jimmy, let me tell everybody about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is where you want to go for the all the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. I've been working on my melodic tones, so I should that should have come through very nicely. Um, but, yeah, rockauto.com is where you want to go to get all of the parts your car will ever need at much cheaper prices. I mean, I ain't playing around. Much cheaper prices. I'm talking like you can save hundreds of dollars on that new chassis, on that new timing belt, on those fuzzy dice, on those rear view mirrors, on those windshield wipers. Whatever you need, they got it at rockauto.com. That's R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O.com. Be sure that you put in that you heard about Rock Auto from Locked On so that they know that uh, that's how you heard about us or them or whoever. Rockauto.com is where you want to go. 
Jimmy, I also want to encourage everybody to go check out uh, a new podcast from the Locked On Family Networks, and that's Locked On Today. It's like a 20-minute pod, and it gives you all the the important news, sports news in general, from the day. And it's so easy. It's, it's what Sports Center used to be. Sports Center is kind of a joke now. To me, I, I don't enjoy it at all. But uh, Locked On Today is kind of like the way Sports Center used to be. It just gave you gave you what you need to know. It doesn't give you a bunch of talking gas bags or political stances. It just tells you what you need to know. Hey, the the Cleveland Cavaliers won, and and uh, you know Colin Sexton played like an animal. It was great. That kind of stuff. Go check out Locked On Today. It's twenty minutes, well worth your time. Jimmy, uh, staying on the recruiting theme, and then I'll save basketball for last. We'll keep this segment rather short. Um, okay, so Terry and Arnold, we already talked about him uh, com- committing on Wednesday. He's good gotten chance. a crystal ball or two to Alabama. I'm feeling pretty good about that one. We talked good about chance. it on the podcast yesterday. Potentially could play basketball as well. Would love to see that happen. But, you know, I want to ask you um, – about a guy that you're pretty familiar with, two guys that you're familiar with over there at UB Country, and that's Tanner Bailey and Ty Simpson. Um, mm-hmm. These are two guys, T- Tanner Bailey being over at Gordo, uh, great player. I, is he Alabama caliber? I'll leave that for you to say. And then Ty Simpson, who could be, he's at least in the discussion of the top two or three quarterbacks in the country, I would say. And Alabama and Clemson feel like they have right. the upper hand. Well, Tanner Bailey works at QB Country Birmingham, so of course I've never met him or talked to his people. I don't really know exactly what's going on with either recruitment because that's nothing I will be involved in. Tanner Bailey's QB Country Birmingham. Ty Simpson is QB Country Memphis because that's where he's from, but I do sort of know what's going on in terms of uh, I'm highly familiar with the kids and their games and their recruitments as a fan. And, uh, you know, I, I don't really have like a 100% sure thing. I, I think Ty Simpson is likely to go to Alabama. I, I, I think I think I would put those odds at over 50%. Um, but at the same time, he's also been a big fan of Clemson as long as he's been a fan of Alabama's. I mean, for instance, I think, I think about a year ago, Luke, it would have been Alabama, Clemson, and Tennessee all about equal. Uh, but now Tennessee is out of it. Uh, for sure, with all that's going on there. So it's Alabama or Clemson. And, uh, you know, I, I think if there's a wild card, it might be Notre Dame. Uh, one thing I noticed about Ty's announcing his commitment date, sometimes I look at, okay, what changed? Why, why all of a sudden is he committing? And, you know, his most recent big-time offer was Notre Dame just a couple weeks ago. <laughs> then he's like, okay, now I have a decision to make. And I'm like, oh. Uh yeah, real good player. I like Ty Simpson a ton. I think he's a national elite player. Here's here's the thing where I'd brag about Ty the most in terms of how good he is. And of course, I've been watching his tape, you know, for 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 several months as as part of QB Country. Here's what I really like about him. He's he's not big. I I, I forget what they list him at, but off the top of my head, he's like basically 6'1", 180. Now, now he might be listed a tad taller or a tad heavier, but this is basically a 6'1", 180 athlete type kid. And and you say to yourself, gosh, 6'1", 180, how is that kid, unless you're a 4'4", 40 guy, which he's not, but how is that guy maybe the top dual threat quarterback in the country? We'll, we'll see, everybody's offered him. Everybody's offered. No one has a problem with his size. That shows you how incredibly special he is. I mean, usually when you got a kid who's not prototypically sized, there's a great deal of debate over where he should rank, who should offer him. 
everybody's offered Ty Simpson. So this is a real gifted kid, exceptionally coached, uh, not just by QB Country, but by his own father, who's the head football coach at UT Martin. There's a lot of coaches' kids out here. His dad's a college coach, you know. So Ty Martin is, Ty Simpson's been exceptionally coached by his dad, who's the head coach at UT Martin. His high school coach is at Westview, and of course, uh, trained by QB Country Memphis. Uh, picking up Ty Simpson will be huge. Uh, he's definitely one of my favorite quarterbacks in the entire class nationally. Tanner Bailey is also trained by QB Country in Birmingham. Um, really good player. This is kind of the way I look at it, Luke. Uh, growing up, fans of Alabama, in terms of who Alabama would recruit from like 1986 through 2008, which is basically most of our adult lives, <laughs> you know, uh, 86 through 08, that, that's a big chunk of our lives. Tanner Bailey would have been Alabama's top priority and a guy Alabama would have been busting to sign all through those years because he's easily the top quarterback in the state in his class. He's easily an SEC prospect. He's good uh, and has a bright future and a lot of potential. But under Nick Saban, Alabama shifted from, well, you might be the best player in the state, and that's great, but we might be able to sign the best player in Asia. You know, that's that's Nick's thing. We, you know, well, you're good, but we might be able to sign the best hockey player in Canada. You know, so Tanner Bailey uh, may not be taken by Alabama just simply because of the level at which Alabama recruits, but Tanner Bailey is a really good prospect. Um, he is good enough to play for Alabama. Uh, he would have been a guy Alabama would have prioritized for most of our adult lives, but as it ends up, Alabama shoots at a uh, at a rare barrel of fish. I mean, the, the 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 very top guys in the country. And while Ty Simpson, I think, is rated on the on the uh, composite like the number two dual threat quarterback in the country, Tanner would be more like you know twelfth or thirteenth. Yeah. No shame in that. No shame in that. No crime in that. But he's not as highly rated or regarded as Ty Simpson. So I think I think Alabama is more likely to end up with Ty or shoot for Ty. Now, if Ty Simpson goes to Clemson or Notre Dame, uh, maybe Tanner Bailey becomes the number one priority. I think that's possible, and I don't rule that out as, as insofar as Alabama goes. But gun to my head right now, I would tell you Tanner Bailey ends up at Auburn, and uh, it would be nothing to scoff at uh, as an Alabama fan. I mean, Tanner Bailey is a, is a good prospect. A couple of things. Uh, according to Keith Niebuhr, the new Auburn staff has not re-offered Tanner Bailey yet. And Auburn just got a commitment today from a kid out of Savannah, a three-star 2022 guy. Um, you know, he, I guess he's fine. Um, but I just found that interesting uh, why they wouldn't go after Tanner Bailey. Who I think Tanner uh, Bailey is like a, a – a by legacy. I mean, in this, <laughs> I don't, boy, I hate that's saying that. That's a, but that's a terrible way to. Put that. Uh, but it's a legacy of both Alabama and Auburn. So I mean, I think some some Auburn folks are kind of wondering why not go after Tanner Bailey and this kid at like a Savannah military school who's a three star when Tanner Bailey seems like a universal four star. But uh, again, it's you got to let Brian Byron, Brian Brian Horse. Brian Horses, Brian yeah, do his own thing. Um, and um, Auburn's gotten a few other commitments here recently today. They've all been pretty much three stars, but, I mean, at least it's going to bolster their class some. And uh, you got to get these young quarterbacks uh, to be the Pied Piper. That's how this works. 
And so uh, I think it'll be interesting if Alabama offers him. I, I saw him play in the uh, state championship game this past year, and I thought he was he he had some really nice throws, but he I was not overwhelmed. I thought it was I thought he was good. I thought he was certainly yeah. He was a little banged up this year. Yeah. I mean, he came back healthy, got healthy enough to play in time for the playoffs. Um, I know when watching Tanner Bailey's film, the number one thing that sticks out to me that I, I like most is the. the I would describe the modern quarterback as a kid that gets the ball out fast and accurately, and I think he's very good at that. He's got a point guard-type delivery. It gets out quick. Let's just remember, I mean, he plays at Gordo. That's not exactly Hoover. Uh, Not ripping on any of the kids he plays with by any means. I'm just saying that Tanner Bailey doesn't have – you know, he doesn't – he's not surrounded by multiple four-star receivers – um, and, and I'm sure that affects things to some extent, but uh, I think he's a good player and I think he's a good, solid SEC prospect. And if Auburn passes on him uh, as an Alabama fan, uh, my, my response to that would be, whew, I'm glad they did. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about betonline.ag. Go check out betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus for your first deposit. You can't beat that. Let's say you put in. $200. You you get to play with $300. That's hard to beat, man. It's free money. So go check it out. Betonline.ag is the place to go. It's the place we trust here at the Locked On Network. Um, we, they've been a sponsor for a while. I think they're going to be a sponsor for at least a year now. So really excited about that. Go check them out. Uh, use the promo code locked on for that 50% bonus. If you want to bet on the Super Bowl, they've got Super Bowl prop bets. They've got just, you know, obviously straight up. Uh, they've got the, the regular line. They've got um, anything you want on college basketball, anything you want like on soccer. I think you can bet on tennis. You can bet on poker. You can bet on you – can, you can play poker. You can bet on uh, blackjack, obviously, play some blackjack or roulette, whatever you want to play, all these Vegas-style games at betonline.ag. Very simple to pay in, even easier to pay out. Check them out, betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on. Also want to tell everybody about Peacock and Williamson, which is another locked on podcast. Uh, NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host a locked on Peacock's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL. Go check them out. Peacock and Williamson. Find them wherever you find locked on network. All right, Jimmy, let's talk a little basketball to wind this thing up. Um, you know, yesterday we were talking about what we need to do down the stretch to go ahead and put this this SEC Conference Championship to bed. Here's the remaining schedule. Versus LSU on Wednesday, then at Missouri, at South Kakalaki, versus Georgia at home, at A&M, Vandy at home, at Arkey, at Mississippi State, and then Auburn at home. Now, of those nine games, I see three surefire wins. I mean, you just cannot lose them. That's at South Carolina, who looks abysmal right now. They look like they, frankly, just don't want to be there. Um, Georgia at home, and then Vandy at home. Those are three must-wins to me. Okay, so you've got six games left. And you and I, I mean, obviously, if you go six and three, you're going to win the conference because LSU's not going to go 9-0 and down the stretch or whoever, whoever else we're tied with is not going to go 9-0 and down the stretch. So that's why this game against LSU, though, is so big to me on Wednesday. It's, it's as big as any game left on the, the slate to me. Um, you beat LSU, you essentially take them out of the SEC championship running 
I mean, all things remaining equal, unless just catastrophe happens. Um, and and then at Missouri, if if Alabama can split these games coming up, you, you feel wonderful. And then you you feel good about a chance at winning at AM or at Mississippi State or at Arkansas. If you go at least one in three in those, don't don't lose all three of them. You go one in three. Again, you're setting yourself up nicely. And then, of course, you got Auburn at home. And my theory on that Auburn game is Auburn is going to – that's going to be their Super Bowl because they, they've got no more games after that. That's it. That's the game. That's him. That's the end. That's probably Sharif Cooper's last game. So I assume he's going to try and go off. Meanwhile, uh, we could be trying to get – you know, we might already have our seed sewn up or whatever uh, in the SEC tournament. So we may not be playing that hard. Now, if it comes to that, I don't care if we lose. But if we need this game, that's going to be a very tough one. Yeah, I mean, con- considering what they say is we played our tough games early and now the back half is the easy stretch, it certainly doesn't sound easy when you break it down like that. I don't see much easy at all. Uh, now, I do agree about those three games that you cite. Uh, you know, it, it, it would be a really bad losses. Uh, Alabama hasn't had any losses nearly that bad. Um, to teams of that caliber this season. So that would be a real bummer. You win those three, and uh, and and really, as far as winning the SEC, you probably just need to find two more wins. That's why I agree with you when you said a split. I, I don't want a split. I'd like to win both of these games this week. I'm sure Alabama's going to try really hard to win both games. But if Alabama just splits this week, it it, it almost like feels like it clinches the league. Uh, it almost feels like that because at that point, it's kind of hard to imagine Alabama not picking up those three more wins uh, against those, uh, for lack of a better term, gimme games. And uh, yeah, a split this week will be huge. These are two really good teams, NCAA tournament worthy teams, talented teams, one at home, one on the road. Uh, Got to figure LSU's going to play Alabama really tough, very similar to Kentucky where Alabama blew out Kentucky on their home court, and then they came to Tuscaloosa. It was a different game. I think we need to assume that's going to be the same thing Wednesday against a, a really good LSU team. And uh, I'm just really looking forward to what's going to be a great day for Alabama sports, a, 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 a you know, signing day uh, plus Alabama versus LSU basketball. Yeah, Wednesday's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, there's no doubt about that, I think. Uh, assuming we get Tyrion Arnold, and, um, you know, we may not get anybody else but him. But one thing that you can count on out there, people, if you've ever followed Jimmy and me, um, you know that uh, we do our recruiting day superlatives. And we're not going to spoil it, but we all we have very unique categories, okay? And we're going to go through our signing day superlatives for everybody. We're going to wait till Terry and Arnold sign, so that may not be till the Thursday podcast, but um, we're going to have our signing day superlatives, which are generally a lot of fun. There are a couple of cruel categories, but I don't make the rules. Well, we're, mean, we're mean to the kids, as, as they say on the Google reviews. <laughs> uh, you know, but hey, look, this is all part of the game, man. I mean, we can, we can have categories. Why the hell can't we have categories? Hey, if a signing class has a top, it certainly has a bottom. Exactly. Uh, so Jimmy, well, that's going to do it for this abbreviated podcast and, uh, we'll talk more and can't wait for this Alabama LSU game. That's going to be a lot of fun and we'll be uh, getting ready for it. So Jimmy roll tight. Big week ahead. Roll tight.